0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. Find more at FB.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. U.S. consumers could potentially see delays in certain agricultural products due to the devastating floods along the Missouri River. Nebraska hasn't seen flooding like this in around 50 years, and officials say it's worse than the flood of 2011. Nebraska Agriculture Director Steve Wellman says the state will need to replace some 200 miles of highway and 11 bridges.
1: 100 loads of milk are picked up every day in Nebraska and delivered to processors. Two-thirds of those 100 loads go out of the state. Some of those trucks have had to travel 100 to 150 miles extra to make those deliveries. So... The the cost to do that, obviously, is is steep.
0: He also estimates an agricultural economic loss of $400 million.
1: So that $400 million of, of loss to the livestock sector includes additional feed costs for loss of feed that was on the ground. That will have to be replaced. It includes a, a percentage of death loss that we tried to calculate and then also uh, increased cost for care of the animals, uh, sick animals low performance due to the weather and and lingering consequences from that."
0: He says the department continues to work with USDA, the National Guard and other state resources on gathering information to help producers. A Southwest Iowa farmer who's seen the flooding firsthand fears planting delays along the Missouri River this spring. Dwayne Aistrup grows corn and soybeans in southwest Iowa about 15 minutes from the river. He says farmers typically start planting around April 10th or 12th, but thinks it could be later this year.
2: I think we're going to be three to four weeks behind schedule, possibly. You know, it depends on the weather. Up there in the hills, or a lot of my ground is, the sun come out, and, and this rain finally quits sometime. <laughs> and, uh, things can change in a hurry. But, you know, there's so much fertilizer to be put on that wasn't put on last fall. And, you know, our workload has just doubled up for the spring.
0: Astrip says before he begins planting, he still needs to haul contracted grain north to an ethanol plant, which is a bit of a challenge.
2: And the only road that's open is through the middle of Glenwood, Iowa, along the bluff. It's a two-lane highway, and it is now basically an interstate, and it's it just bumper to bumper all the way from Glenwood, Iowa, to Council Bluffs, up that Bluff Road. I'm hoping we can get that interstate back open at least at Highway 34 eventually and change the the traffic pattern a little bit because it's hampering everybody's ability to make things happen here in, in the Midwest.
0: He adds moving forward, local, state, and national officials need to go back to the drawing board to improve ways to control flooding. Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley says Georgia Senator David Perdue's disaster aid bill would likely be the vehicle for disaster relief funding for areas of Nebraska and Iowa affected by flooding if additional money from Congress is needed.
2: Except that one that you're talking about that Perdue is promoting is based upon known disaster figures. Whether or not we will have figures for western Iowa and eastern Nebraska, In order to put it on that bill, I don't know.
0: Purdue's bill provides disaster relief funding for growers affected by wildfires and hurricanes in 2018. Grassley says Congress must first determine the natural disaster being faced and the extent of receiving funding would depend on the legislative history in similar instances. An agricultural economist says good farm policy is needed to help farmers thrive in the future. Co-bank economist Dan Kowalski spoke at AgriPulse's Ag and Food Policy Summit Monday. The summit focused on shaping food and farm policy strategies for 2040. Kowalski says not everyone is happy when a bill passes, but says America still has the best political system in the world.
1: We think about about USMCA, right, and we think out of the gate, first glance is, well, this is great for everybody. Well, it's not great for everybody. Some folks in Florida are really not that happy about it. Some of the changes that, that would be that will be signed off on. So, you know, I think I think policy there will always be winners and losers.
0: Kowalski adds legislation is not always perfect, but provides a backstop as farmers make future decisions. Today's drive time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. Find more at FB.org. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit Agropulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.